Yo, 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 yo. Yes, sir, Ski. What it yes, do, what sir. it do. What up, people? What's up, what up? Happy Friday, happy Friday. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back in the studio, you know, on this beautiful Friday, March 26th here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Coming to you live from the Johnston Hall. And today, we are joined by another guest. I'm going to let himself, let him introduce himself real quick. Who we got here today? What up, fans? It's Mikey's here. Mikey who? the deal. Mikey, Mikey G. Okay. Mikey, Mikey G. Mikey G. Mikey G. Yes, sir. You already know the vibes. You Jay, got... how we how we feeling today? We good, man. You know, I got I got my three, my, I got my two boys here today. You know, Quinn, Mikey. You know, your boy Jacob. We we vibing. We vibing. Little bop boys. Little we've bop a, boys. Oh, yeah, we've had a pretty uh exciting day so far. If I, you know, would say. Little publicity. A little, little publicity. A little barstool action. You feel me? If you guys, you know, you know the vibes. We made barstool today. No big deal. It's a but big day. It's a big day for a lot of yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So we're gonna get right into it. You know, we have our. Our news, we have all that good stuff, and uh, we got our music and sports. But to start off today, you know, we got to talk about we got to talk about the things that are important, and that's what's going on with the George Floyd trial. They had um, they have now selected the entire jury uh, after you know I think it was two weeks or so that it that it went on. Um, uh, I think the opening statements are set to begin on Monday. And there are 14 jurors, two alternates. The jury is made up of nine women, six guys. Nine of the jurors are white, four are black, two are of mixed race. The, uh, the range in their ages is between 20 and 60. Um, so they have a couple alternates as well. We'll see how that works out. But honestly, I, I'm looking forward to these opening statements because that begins on Monday. That's when the real, the real trial begins. So um, we'll, come, we'll bring back another update next week which, with probably some more information. But... They have selected the jury after a long, a long, deli- long deliberation, uh, and a very tedious process. So we're looking forward to that. Um, but another really sad news. We don't, we don't really like to talk about sad stuff here on this podcast a whole lot, um, but we do have to mention it. it was a Colorado shooting that took place this week. Um, obviously, it was a tragedy. I saw that the um, the man who registered. Uh, he was registered to have the gun. He passed the background check or whatever it was out in Colorado and, you know, went to a supermarket and shot up the place. So very, very tragic. You know, thoughts and prayers go out to those people. But honestly, I'm not surprised. You know, we have the same conversation every day um, about how gun violence is ruining our country and how there needs to be more checks on it. Yeah. So like in our capstone class for journalism, we talked about a little bit of gun violence and that story that happened in Wyoming and I mean I think it's a pretty big deal like guns are guns kill people a lot like a lot of people I mean we see I feel like some things that happen every year is that we have some like a cop murders and aren't on black man or woman mm-hmm. and we have a school type of shooting or a mass shooting somewhere like those two things just go hand in hand like every year and I don't know man I just I'm just fed up with a lot of things. I just think that, I don't know, there's something wrong with a lot of people out there. And I don't know, I just want to see, I just wish the world could be, like, you know, not stupid. And, you know, just get rid of these guns, get rid of the racism and all that type of stuff. It's just, it's just not a good look, you know? Yeah. I know, I was, uh, after the shooting happened, it was the day after the shooting happened in Colorado the day after was a three-year anniversary of the March for Our Lives protest in Milwaukee that I, I took part in. And that was, it kind of hit like a reset button for me to realize that, 
you know, these issues have been persisting for such a long time. And when you look at three years ago and you look at now, there's been no change. And that's not just with gun restrictions. That's just with a lot of different issues mm-hmm. that are in our country. Um, so to me, it was just kind of like, well, you know, we've been fighting this fight for quite some time now and we haven't had any progress whatsoever. So just yeah, thought it's it, was, like, uh, it was sad. I don't know. You know, you see these things like we've been alive at least 20 plus years. And I mean, in my, I guess, like teenager adulthood, we've seen, you know, like we're starting to realize what like happens in the world every day. And we see racism. We see these guns shoot like these shootings. And it's like, I don't know, sometimes if you really think about that, like deeply, you're like, I mean, are we really safe just like through our day to day activities? Anybody can do it because anything can happen. You know, mm-hmm. what do you think, Mike? You know? Yeah, I mean, you never, you never think about it going. You never think about it going to class or anything. Um, but it could happen at any point, you know. Yeah. And I think we take everything for granted. Like we just go to class and expect us to just learn and then go back to our apartment or house or wherever mm-hmm. and just keep living. But stuff like this is real. Like, yeah. Could happen at any time. And for people who say that putting more restrictions on who can own guns and the type of guns that they own will lead to just the full takeover of all guns in the United States is ridiculous to me. We were talking about this in one of my classes, but putting restrictions on people who either have like a criminal background and shouldn't be owning a gun or banning AR-15s, like honestly, who needs an AR-15 in their life? Yeah, actually, I, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm, you know, like how people hunt and stuff, they go hunting. Yeah. Like what do they use ARs for? They like there's no anything. when you're killing like a deer or I don't know a pig whatever you hunt for you don't need an AR to put thirty rounds into them right yeah no they use hunting rifles like you don't need yeah. an AR like what is an AR rifle used for like yeah, for activities used for killing people is what is exactly like I've I don't I mean if I, I'm not educated on guns I'm not a big I'm not a gun person at all but why do people have ARs like automatic rifles. It's, it's the sense of empowerment that they yeah, get with, but, with having it. Even if you're like trying to protect, like say you have a AR to protect your household or like protect your family, why do you need an AR? Like, I mean, I play a lot of Call of Duty, so I, I mean, I see what ARs do. I've seen videos what ARs do. Those things are automatic machine guns. Well, not machine guns, but they're automatic guns. Yeah. And like, yeah. you don't need to put thirty rounds into somebody to kill them, and you don't need yeah. to put thirty rounds into an animal or whatever you're hunting for to kill them. Huh. Like I feel like there shouldn't be people walking around everywhere with ARs. Right. I just don't get that. And people say that you know if we put a limit on uh, on who can own guns or we ban AR-15s, that we're just going to take away all the guns altogether. But having the right to bear arms is in our, is in our constitution. We have yeah. written in our constitution that people can have and own and operate guns because honestly, that's how our country was made was based on having guns and. You know, that sense of empowerment that you get with it. And nobody's trying to fight nobody's trying to fight that. We're just trying to say, yo, look, these like we're look when we're looking at the data, this is what causes these kinds of deaths and we're trying to limit that at the end of the day. It's not about, you know, taking away your right to bear arms at all. It's just about making sure people are using guns safely and they're using the right ones so that they're not used to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. That's all it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's what we got for, for the, for the news today. Um, we gotta have some sort of like intro to this, all that good stuff, like a little, like, 
A little music oh, intro. Yeah, a little music intro. I mean, you know, I could hop in the studio real quick and put together a little rap for the little all, all right, that right. good stuff. You feel me? Maybe, but you know, Mike, let me hear you say all that good stuff. All that good stuff. <laughs> okay, we I mean, record I, that and then play it whenever we have. Yeah, it. we get a little ad libs like all that good stuff. I'm like, Woo! Like, Woo! Like, like, it sounds like a producer Mom. tag. Turn yeah, it up. Producer tag. That'd be fire. Yo, PA, you want to come out here? And then <laughs> it's just like all that good stuff. Okay. Uh, I'll get into all that good stuff today. We have a question that you know yours truly came up with. What would you do if you had three wishes? You know, you got Will Smith popping out of the genie bottle. He's like, I need three wishes from you. What are they? Mikey, let me hear what you got. Are we talking about, like, realistic things or just in anything, general? Anything and anything. Anything and everything. Um, I think the first thing would probably be world peace. I think that would be my first one. So you want to see Ron Artest or like no. middle world peace? No, I... <laughs> <laughs> actual actual world peace, you know. Okay, okay. Because that would solve so many problems of, that mm-hmm. we have today. Um, and then a second one would probably be. Gee, this is tough. This is a tough one. Um, maybe just to like get to chill, you know. I don't know. Not have to worry about anything. I think that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. And then. So like, free of all stress type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then my third one would probably be, um, like, eliminate cancer and, or sickness. Okay. That's good. That's good. Damn, so you're not, you don't seem like a very selfish guy. No, huh? he's very selfless. No. I like it. No. Okay. My boy Mikey G in yeah. the building. <laughs> you know. Okay, okay. Respect. Gotta start off hot, you know. Respect. We got a comment from our, from our live section. Jake Gilman says, unlimited tacos. Unlimited tacos? Wow. All right, Gil, I want to know what you uh, have on your tacos. What if someone's allergic to tacos, taco. Gil? Your go-to taco uh, order. My go-to taco, like I'm kind of picky when it comes to tacos. Like I'm just like a meat and cheese type of guy. Yeah. Uh, so I got sure. meat and cheese. What kind some, of meat? What kind of meat? Some some beef, you know. Oh, well, carne asada. Little carne. I mean, any meat's fine. You know, I love the meat. If you know what I mean. Gil says carne asada. He said carne asada. So yeah, I got a little meat, some cheese, some salsa, definitely jalapenos, and some hot sauce. That's perfect. That's the perfect taco for me. That's good. That's good. It's just, sure. just perfect. He says carne, onion, and cilantro. That's simple. Oh, that's tough. I mess with that. That's good. I mean, a that's little cool. lime juice though too. You gotta have the lime juice and a margarita and a marg. Oh, marg. You gotta have the margs, boy. Marg right now. Yeah, yeah. I, the margs are different, you know. Um, Jay, let me hear your wishes. My wishes. All right, I'm not gonna lie. Mikey kind of made me not want to <laughs> be selfish, but I think I'm gonna be. Um, I don't know. I I just want my like immediate family to like not have to worry about I mean like I guess finances because that's true like yeah money doesn't buy happiness but I feel like it would just relieve my parents with a lot of stress like one of the reasons I came to Marquette is because they came they gave me the most money and I don't want to have to have my parents paying a lot of money for me to go to school so that's like one of the main reasons I came here because I didn't want them paying I mean like they gave me a lot of money to come here yeah yeah. So, I don't know. It'd have to. One of my first wishes would be have to be something to do with my parents, because they like kind of come first in my life for sure. Yeah. Like my parents sure. and my brother. Yeah. Um, a wish. I mean, man, I'd love to play in the NBA. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. That would. I don't know. I'm be a little selfish right now, but like make a wish type stuff or no. Like I'd be like. Well, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> know. I'd just be a different breed. <laughs> I can make a wish, Mike. Come on, no. Come on. But I mean, I'd love to play in the NBA or, I don't know, it'd be a dream come true or March Madness, something like that. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, we're all hoopers here, so we understand that's that. Facts. And I know you guys would love to do that too, but yeah, yeah, that's just that's like top tier type of thing. Yeah. Third, I mean, I think that world peace would be cool because, like, I don't know. I just wish there weren't, you know, problems in the world. I just I don't understand why everything can't just move so smoothly. Like everybody's got an opinion, everybody's got something they have to say, and everybody just thinks that they know what's right. Right. And I could say that, like, yeah, I have an opinion. I think I know everything's right. But at the end of the day, I know when I'm wrong. But I don't know. It's just we're all people at the end of the day, and we just continue to kill one another, you know, disrespect one another. It's just, I don't know. It's just it's just so much. Yeah. I just wish we could fix the bigger things in life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot to, you know, think about, but, you know. Actually, actually, actually. Other than that, I wish I knew what was in space, like all of space, mm, like yeah. out there. Like, I've seen this one video where it shows like the galaxies and stuff. So it has all the planets in our little solar system, and then it goes like outside in the Milky Way, and there's like millions of different type of Milky Ways. Yeah. And then it just keeps going and going. I wish I knew what was in you know like space and like the ocean and all that. Mm-hmm. I think to be able to travel space would be like It'd be such a crazy thing, and like. Just to even go to the moon would be like a dream, you know? Like that'd to see cra- Earth from crazy. that angle and realize like how small we are and Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. For me, I have to say, uh eliminating global warming. That's mm-hmm. that's number one for me. I, lo- I love this planet and I, I think it's beautiful and I love the animals on this planet. I love the people on this planet. And I think that's something that could help everybody. It's just Global warming, or no, I'm sorry, global warming will not help people, but eliminating global warming uh, and just getting the world back in order is is that's that's a wish for me that I've that I always I always say when I'm asked this question. Number two, I want to have anytime access to a five on five game, like when <laughs> like whenever I want, you know, like I could yep. be sitting at home, I could sure. walk outside five on five, I could be. At Chick-fil-A and then be like, all right, five and five, let's run it. I feel like that's such a need today, especially with COVID. Yeah, and I'm probably saying that just because of right now. Yeah. Like think your 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 three wishes would change if it wasn't COVID. Yeah, I know. uh, Yeah. Because a five on five game, bro, I don't care who it is. Could be a bunch of bums. Could be the nine best players in the world. I just It would be fun to play. I need that. We need it. I need it. Um I'm trying to think. What else? What else? Uh, I guess world peace as well. I'm, I'm, I have to say that. But not in the sense of, like, wars. I mm-hmm. think just respecting each other on a daily basis. Yeah, and like, everybody's going to have their disagreements. Yeah, and, uh, like, I don't know, I'm not talking about, you know, the U.S. bombing this country, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, that too. But I think where I'm coming from is I just want people to respect one another uh, and not, you know. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I you don't. Those problems. Everyone's going to have disagreements, but you shouldn't settle them with killing the other person. Yeah, violence and or just like, hate and racism and yeah. sexism, all that stuff. So. You just don't need that. You don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those, those are my three. Those are my three. If the 5 look, five game is a little. Yeah. Probably not going to stick around for very long, but that's how I feel right now. If you look back to, like, way back before, like, you know, like the first people, like, before they explored across, like, oceans to different countries like say people in africa people in australia people just all around when they were like the only ones of their kind 
mm-hmm. in that area. Like, what was that like? Don't <laughs> you yeah. think that'd be crazy to be able to see like what that was like? Yeah. When they're just, you know, no, there's no technology, there's no this and that and this and that. I don't know, man. I, like sometimes I just some be, Native American tribe. Or I like, just be in my mind and I just be thinking about like the craziest things. Like if you could go back in time, <laughs> at any time of, whenever, like what time would you go to? Like what, when would I, when I, when would I want to live? Yeah. Well, maybe not live. But like okay, you can answer. When would you want to like? Where experience? would you want to live? Like when would and you want to experience? Like another place like you'd want to see. Okay. Okay. Um. I wish I grew up in the 60s and 70s. Okay. If I could pick any any era to be, like, to grow up in, it'd be the 60s, 60s and 70s. I know there were world wars going on during that time, but the 60s and 70s were such a great time for music, arts, culture, food, and, like, that was really when technology began, began to take off a little bit. Like, just people got a glimpse of it. But when I like, I love old time music. I would love to be at Woodstock after the summer of summer of '69. And I think being in at like a teenager during that time, I don't know. I just would. I would love to just be a, like imagine like being a kid and going outside and like going to play with your friends and your mom being like, "Okay, yeah, have fun. Be back before dinner." And now you got you know your mom like checking up on you, calling oh, where you, you at, baby. You, come you on, at, sweetheart, come home. <laughs> yeah, and I just was like, I. To me, I, I would want to get almost like get into trouble and kind of be a kid and just make mistakes and not have that technology as like a back door to just stay connected to people. Like I don't know, I really hate technology a lot of the time. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be honest. So I think for me, I would love to grow up in that in that time period. What about you, Mike? Um, I think the 1920s would have been a fun time until like the Great Depression hit, like the Rolling Twenties or whatever they were called. Like mm-hmm. I think that would have been a phenomenal time to live. Um, or otherwise, I honestly think when we grew up, it was a great time because of like all the things that we had at our fingertips and how easy it is to live, you know, that's true. I would, I would say probably like being a baby in the early nineties and then growing up because they got to experience like great things that at the, when I was being born and growing up, it like that stuff was just ending. Like I would go over to friends' houses and you knew that it was there. People were there just because of how many bikes were in the front yard. True. But then, <laughs> like, a couple of years later, it changed, and it became just texting everybody or calling, like, calling them because all kids now have, like, a cell phone. So I think, like, a couple of years earlier or the 1920s would have been would have been mine. Jay? For me, I'm going to have to tell you guys that the 20s and the 60s could kick rocks because, you know, I'm black. That's true. So it was kind of tough back then. That's very true. <laughs> um, uh. For me, I think if I was like a teenager in the 80s, it would be crazy. You know, I'd have my little afro. I'd be like rollerblading <laughs> every day, bro. I don't know. I see a lot of these, you know, shows and stuff and what they depict as what the 80s were like. And that's like when my parents were teenagers and stuff in, in college. And I don't know. Like, they tell me some stories. And I don't know. I feel like I'd really like to like – if I could hang out with my dad as a teenager, I think that would be kind of lit. I think it would be cool to hang out with your parents as <laughs> yeah. a teenager. And Do you guys think you'd be friends with your parents? If um, you grew up in the same I mean, my dad person. hooped, so, like, probably, you know, he was a part of a big family. I don't know how that changes a person, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah. Mikey, what about you? I think so. I think so. I think my dad and I are pretty similar people. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe we would have butt heads more often, but I think at the end of the day we would have been friends. 
Yeah. I think I would have been friends with both my parents. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think it's crazy, like, you know how we're talking about parents. Like, you two are probably, like, like some of the only like, – not only ones, but rare ones that are actually, like, really close with their parents. Mm-hmm. Because you guys, like, you know, when I FaceTime my parents, I joke with them all the time. Yeah. Like, I talk mess, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just my relationship with my parents. Like, yeah. Mike, you hang out with your parents a lot. Quinn, I know you have a really good relationship with your parents. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, you have other friends, especially back home and even here, and there's, like, kids that, I don't know, they didn't have good relationships with their parents. Yeah. It's sad to see. And I'm just like, dang, like, I kind of feel sorry for them. Because my yeah. parents, like, I tell them everything. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, like, literally everything. Yeah. Like, this, I know. I don't we know. were talking about this the other day. Yeah. It's, yeah. I just think it's crazy how some people don't get to experience that. Yeah. And how that can, like, their lack of, like, a relationship with their parents can come across. Like, they can, they're very different people yeah. because of that. Yeah. Which is, which is, yeah, which is weird. It's me. tough. It's tough. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's just how it is, I guess. Yeah. I also think being a part of, like, 13 Colonies and then, like, when they were fighting Britain and stuff. Yeah. That'd be lit. That would have been yeah. pretty Like, lit, if you was fighting. That'd be so fun. Dumping the tea into the oh, bro, if you bed. imagine, like, you're at the Boston Tea Party, right? You're just, like, yossing tea overboard. That'd, that'd be, be so fun. We'd yeah. turn it up. You're like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's a lot you of You think they were saying, let's go back there? Like, ah, oh, let's go, baby. Probably, turn it up. Like, it's lit. Let's go. <laughs> they were probably, like. Very good, sir. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Cheerio. Yeah. Cheerio. Yeah, there you go. Like I don't know. You know. No, but that'd be. I, I don't know. There, there's obviously a lot of a lot of struggles that went on during that time, but that would be fun to just. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be cool just to be able to see what I don't know different times what people were like and yeah just how everything went about and I don't know like the development of just like the world it is today. Mm-hmm. So like if you can even look back and just go over something, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Noah said that the Roman Empire would be lit to live in. <laughs> <laughs> no, mean, no. Would you be a gladiator? Would yeah. you be fighting in there? No gladiator going crazy. Okay. Okay. That'd be pretty interesting. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But I all right, yeah, we got a little off topic, but that's a good. I like that question though. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good question. It's cool. Even like being like a part of like a Native American tribe. Yeah. There'd be so much like. I don't know, camaraderie in that and just Yeah. I agree. I think it'd be yeah, cool. I think like like my question how I said, you know, before anybody like traveled, I feel like people were so much more closer and like dependent on one another. Like they were like a family. Like even if you didn't know them, they mm-hmm. were always together. Because, you know, like they're they're all unique in their own way and they're kinda, you know, one of a kind together. So I don't yeah. know, I just think that camaraderie would be yeah. Really cool to experience. People yeah. definitely looked out for more, for each other more. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's probably, okay. I don't know, a bunch of people sacrificing themselves to save somebody else. And, like, if you guys threw, like, a grenade here, like, right in this room, and I had to dive on it to save you, I'm like, oh, I mean, I don't know, bro. You know? Like, but back then, they'd for <laughs> sure dive on it. You feel me? You know? <laughs> I don't know. We'd, yeah. we'd have to see. Yeah. Um. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. You know, we, we music this week was pretty pretty weak in terms of releases. Uh, to kind of give you guys a background, we had Justin Bieber released a couple new songs from his deluxe album. Uh, I believe Taylor Swift released one from yeah. like her uh, the vault. Yeah, the vault. Like yeah, yeah. Um, which is kind of cool that she's doing that. Uh, 
Moneybag Yo released one. Yeah, <laughs> Miguel. Why do you was, say like that? That was not good. Because I don't, good. I don't care. Any release with Future? Yeah, yeah, it was not good. Not a banger. Uh, Miguel released three songs. Miguel? Do you listen to him? So I haven't listened to him. No. Saba released three songs. There was another Ty Dolla Sign feature. No way. Yeah. Uh, I bet that was hidden. I didn't listen to it, but um, yeah. I did see that earlier today. With who? If I didn't know either of the other two people. Mikey, Mikey, for the uh, for the people, give us a little uh, taste of your music, your music background. What do you like? Uh, my music is it's mainly Drake. I think uh, last year I had over 150 hours listened to just Drake, <laughs> and then ridiculous. the next was probably like 25 or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, but I'd say Drake, and then as of recently, Taylor Swift has been making its way up there. Um, oh, can you like explain why Taylor Swift has made it up there? Uh, well, I just started dating someone. Uh, oh, okay. Maddie. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, you but ever since little, I started You want to give her, her a little shout out? Sure. Like, I'll, I'll give her one. Like, what you want to say to her? <laughs> you know? Uh, just that she's awesome. Okay. Uh, she helps me in so many ways, so. Love um, to hear that. Yes, sir, yeah. my boy. It's been a lot of fun recently. Okay. That's good. That's good. But continue. Um, so I'd say them two, and then um, who else would I say? Kind of just rap in general. I've tried to get into country, but I cannot. Wait till wait till the summer. Yeah, it'll, it'll come in the summertime. Yeah, for me it's like mainly summer vibes for yeah. country. Um, otherwise, I, not not much uh, jazz, not much uh, like pop hits. Like it's mainly more rap. So, I just wanted to say something real quick. So you know we have that's how you feel live streaming on Instagram right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to let everybody know that the GOAT just joined the live stream. G-O-A-T. Professor, Professor Sturgill. Oh! Give her a shout out. I appreciate you for uh, coming in and taking a listen to us. I hope everything's well with you and your family. And, you know, me and Quinn miss you a lot. Yeah, I've heard so many great things about you, Professor. Yeah. yeah. From both of these two. She and wishes then, all of uh, us a fun others. weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend It's going to be a good weekend. Be a good sure. weekend. Yeah. Um... Let me see. Did uh Twenty Four K Golden release an album last weekend, or was that this week? That was this week. Okay. Not yeah, album. I, I thought it was just a song. No, he released no. an album. I saw. Not banging though. Yeah. The ones fan. that I heard. The ones that I heard. Not a fan. They had that one uh Coco song with uh the baby on it. You guys heard that one? No. That came out a while ago. I don't ago, listen to the dude. Yeah, it was not not that good. This was a week week week. A week yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, music was kind of a boo-boo. Yeah. But you know, but we have some big sports news coming out of Marquette today uh, and just in the college basketball world. We had Shaka Smart, the former head coach of VCU of Texas, um, who is a Wisconsin native, graduated from Oregon High School just south of Madison, uh, was officially signed by Marquette today as the new head coach. Boys, thoughts on that? Jay? Tell you, bro. You're the guest. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it, you know. Uh, he's only had one losing season in his, like, ten seasons, I think, of coaching. And he's always produced NBA prospects every year, except the year he went under 500. He took VCU pretty far in the tournament a couple times. Uh, he's always been a high seed with Texas. And I think, Quinn, you said earlier that they he lost the first round of the – or he just lost in the tournament – the last three years by eight points. Yeah, the combined eight points. Yeah, so I think I think he's a good coach. I think uh, I think he'll help the program a lot, and I think his reputation will help bring in 
a lot of good prospects too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm happy for it. Yeah. So me going back to like when I was younger in Australia, I had, you know, you got to pick teams, and I was always a Texas fan because their old coach, uh, I forget his name right now, something Barnes. Uh, he used to coach my dad, so he used to he was coaching Texas. So I always liked Texas, and then I got Shaka Smart, and I was like, yeah, I still like Texas or whatever. And, I mean, like, yeah, I, like, know who the guy is, so it's kind of cool that, you know, he's coming to the school that – I mean, I'm about to graduate, but come to the school that I go to. Um, but, yeah, Texas has gotten, you know, top 100 players no all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, they have good players. Um, Marquette, what, we get maybe one top 100 a year? Yeah, on, like, one. Yeah, not often. So, yeah, like you said, he's going to bring in some good talent. Uh, I mean, it was either him or probably John Beeline that were the best options for Marquette. Or Poster Mostert. Yeah, but he is a, you know, a Wisconsin boy, so he's coming home pretty much. He needs to shave his head, though. (laughs) You think so? That hair is, no, that hair (laughs) is I mean, it's better than what he had. He used to low-key be. No, I like the the shave head for him. The shave head? Yeah, the A.J. Wagner cut. That's the move. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's a good move for Marquette. Uh, hopefully they get some new recruits. And maybe the signing of Shaka Smart allows, like, you know, people like DJ, Dawson, maybe some of the seniors to, you know, come back for another season to see what it's like yeah. to be coached yeah. by him. Because, you know, uh, you know, I got the inside scoop sometimes. And I know a lot of people weren't high on Wojo. Mm-hmm. A lot of Marquette students, you know, maybe even some of the players. But, you know, I think, I think it's going to be good for the program. That's all I'm trying to say, really. Yeah, Quinn? I would agree. Um, yeah, first black coach in Marquette men's basketball history. That's big time. That's really big time. Uh, I think he's a great coach, and you know he's come from a Texas pro coming from a Texas program that was ranked third in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, they lost to Alabama Christian, which pff, I did not see that coming because I had him going to my Final Four. Um, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, I, yeah, like I said, I I, I like the hire. Um, he kind of has a little up and downs at Texas, but 43 years old, I think he's a good. I think he's a good coach, and hopefully his. his I think his name is pretty big too. They kind of went a different route. Marquette did because Wojo wasn't really that experienced. He had come from under Coach K, so they kind were kind of saying that you know we're gonna give this guy a shot, and it didn't obviously pan out. But Shaka Smart's more ex- experienced. He's had that background, uh, and. I think he's a. I think he'll be a good addition for the for the program, and I mean, rumor has it, Kobe McEwen and Theo John are coming back next year. <laughs> I so, hope so. So you know, hopefully they, he can attract some other people uh, to come and join the program. So, I think he definitely will. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a good chance. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, Texas lost the first round NCAA tournament. We have two NCAA tournaments going on right now: the women's and the men's. Uh, how you guys feeling about this uh this women's bracket so far? I saw the first day was the first time since 2010 that all the high seeds won the first day, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, before we pick, I just wanted to let everybody know that between the men's and the women's, uh, you know, like budget, there was a 13 million dollar gap between mm-hmm. their budget. Like, yeah, I understand that, you know. The men's is so much more bigger, or men's basketball is so much bigger than women's basketball. But you know, man, come on, bro. It's you know, it's Women's History Month. I mean, you know, come on, we gotta sh- we gotta respect our women. Yeah, we gotta show them a little bit more, a little bit more love. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know. Mikey as a women's basketball manager, how you feel about that? Uh because you you know, you experienced the bubble. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You experienced the bubble for the tournament. You know, the food, the weight room, just everything that goes into it. Tell us a little bit about your experience. Yeah, yeah. I would say before that, um, I saw the pictures about the difference between the weight rooms. I didn't even know that the we were allowed to go to the weight room. And I didn't even know that the gym had it. So I think just that alone is pretty bad. Um, but then the, the food, I think the first day was probably the best. And then after that, it just kept declining. And our Dobo did a great job of ordering ordering in food to make sure all the players and staff was fed well, because obviously we weren't. Um, and then, like with the gift bag, I thought it was really, I thought what we got was really sweet until I saw what the men got and it was about quadruple what we had. Jeez. <laughs> um, and even like the COVID testing was way off and you would think that they want to keep, because everyone's a human at the end of the day. Yeah. So you want to keep everyone safe, but um, they they just failed to do that. And I think they probably could have spent a little more money. I'm, I'm sure it's not that much more money to get an actual test mm-hmm. than just the antigen test, but I don't know. And I guess that's probably why I'm not the, the head of the NCAA. But Did you um, notice that a lot of the players were and staff were upset about it? Yeah. Uh, mainly it was more about the food because that was – we had that three times a day. Mm. So that was the most prevalent issue for us. Yeah. Um, but then once the pictures of the weight room got let out, that was a pretty big thing. And then uh, I would say the gift bag was probably the least important thing for us. Yeah. And then once they found out COVID testing, that was towards the end of our stay. But once they found that out, that was a pretty big one too. Um, but it was pretty bad in the bubble mm-hmm. um, just for those differences. But I, I, like Jay said, I do also understand that the men's side brings in a ton more. Um, but a $13 million gap should be a little bit more even. Yeah. Especially, like, all the movements that have been going on today. And, like Jay said, it was Women's History Month. So, like, you just have to make it more equal. My question is, how long has this been going on for? Yeah. <laughs> because... Forever, bro. To be honest, I mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, I was in texas for the women's basketball tournament two years ago yeah and i didn't get no gift bag and the food was you know it was it was all right we didn't even get a weight room Jeez. so when i'm talking when i'm thinking about like this issue and how long it's been going on jay i'm glad you brought this up because i was I, I just i even forgot about it but i feel like this has been something that's going been going on for a while and now it's just finally surfacing and people are finally starting to talk about it so that's yeah. that was, that's my question is how long has this been a problem and is it really the NCAA just now when people call them out are they just starting to fix it? I feel like that should be something that they review after every tournament and realize, oh, dang, we have a big disparity between men's and women's tournaments right here. Yeah. We got to do something about that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like when you watch women's basketball, men's basketball, you know, people like men's basketball better. But, you know, I've played against both men and women at the D1 level, and these women can hoop, bro. Yeah. Like, it's not like they, they're not good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, some of these women will give some men a run for their money when they're playing. Like, maybe their play style in games is different, but just regular pickup or anything like that, 
Like they they can get buckets, bro. Mm-hmm. And they need to start get getting the respect they need because you know, like I said, these women can hoop, bro. Like I know we all seen Paige hoop. The girl from Iowa, bro. She is nice. She could come to the wreck. Both of them could come to the wreck at Marquette and give everybody buckets. Yeah, swear. Everybody buckets. Even Selena, she'd come to the wreck, give everybody buckets. When Teaspoon was here, she'd give everybody buckets. Yeah. (laughs) Who was it that Teaspoon crossed up in practice? I think Cruz. Is it Cruz? Maybe, yeah, (laughs) something like that. Maybe Frisk. I don't know. I think Sal got Frisk. Frisk. Sal got Frisk. Yeah, like yeah, bro. Like some of these girls, they're good, and you know they're disrespected in their own right, but. Yeah, you know, who you guys got winning the the women's tournament right now? Who's your what's, what's your record looking like? Honestly, I think UConn's gonna win it. Okay, I okay. think uh, East action. Yeah, I think I had UConn and South Carolina. A little rematch from earlier in the season, but after seeing UConn play, we played them two times before March, mm-hmm. and like they were a good team. Um, but and like Paige was nice in person, but then seeing their team in the Big East tournament and how they just dominated every team. It was kind of like you know that there's something special about this team, yeah. and I just I think they're gonna win. Um, but yeah. seeing them play in person and versus the highlights just on TV is like two completely different things. It's mm-hmm. unreal how good they are in person. Yeah, I got a uh, I got Stanford winning it. My my final right now is Stanford versus UConn. My final four is still oh, intact. Tough. But uh, yeah, I th- I think UConn's gonna make it all, make it there. But Stanford's Stanford's tough. Stanford's nice. They're real tough. I think that UConn has, like, the toughest road as of right now, like, from the Sweet 16 on. Yeah, they got to yeah. play Iowa next. Because they have to play Iowa tonight, and then they have to probably play Baylor next game. Yeah. And didn't Baylor win most recently? Like, 40 in 2019? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, Baylor exactly. won the last tournament. They have, good, they have a good coach. So, they're experienced. And then I think in the Final Four, what, they'll probably play Stanford? Or will that be in the championship? That'll be in the championship. They'll probably play... NC State or Texas A&M or Arizona or Indiana. I'm not sold on Texas A&M. They've kind of they've played in two close games against teams that aren't even as good as them. They might lose to Arizona. Yeah. They but might. with all that said, I mean Paige is the best player in the country. Yeah, in my she's opinion. nice. She's different. Even though I said the same thing about Cade, but they kind of choked. <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I, I'm not gonna bet against Paige. So I'm gonna yeah. take UConn too. Yeah. Plus Gino, bro. Gino. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's back, back from the He's COVID. back from oh my COVID. gosh. Yeah. So. He's so good. Great coach. I mean, that dude's one of the – isn't he one of the – I think he's Olympic the most coaches? winning. Most winningest. Yeah. But he's one of the Olympic coaches for the yeah. men or am I tripping? Uh, or is he a women's Olympic coach? Probably women. I don't know. I know he's been asked to coach men's teams before, but he's always declined it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a great coach. He is. But, you know, talking about Kay Cunningham and how they lost this Saturday, Sunday – we got the men's Sweet 16. And, you know, who, who Mike, we haven't asked you, but who did you have before March Madness started winning? I had thing? Houston winning in one of the <laughs> – um, <laughs> Hey, hey, they're don't laugh alive. at that. They're yeah, they're alive. still alive. <laughs> Illinois is out. <laughs> Illinois is out. Um, but I had – in my final four right now, I got uh, Gonzaga, Alabama. I had Texas Tech winning and then Houston and then Gonzaga versus Houston in the final. Um. But I don't. I mean, you you never know what's gonna happen in March, That's and then true. I guess April That's too. That's very true. But um, so I had Houston winning. Just I want to see something different, and I feel like it's been a while since they've been a two seed. I don't know what they did lo- the past couple of years, but they have a good team. 
Yeah, I'm excited to see him. I know their one player had a hip injury and just played the last game and they won by a couple points, but uh, I think the, this week will help them recover and then get back to playing playing well. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see them. Yeah. Uh, I have Gonzaga winning, but I'm going to be honest, my bracket's pretty garbage. <laughs> uh, I'm ranked 20, my, I have 26% of my bracket is correct. Oh, that's better than me, Quinn. <laughs> what do you have? I'm at 18.8. Oh, my God. But yeah, I still 92. got three out of four. I still got three out of four, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, my national championship still intact. I have Gonzaga, Baylor in oh, my final good. four. That's solid. My final four that lost, I had Texas and Illinois in oh, my final four. Geez. And they both Yeah, choked. I had Oklahoma State and Ohio State in mine. Oklahoma State was nice, though. They're nice. Yeah. I always pick, like, a good amount of upsets, but they're never the upsets that actually happen. Yeah, that's I picked I Clemson go, to go to my Elite Eight. And they lost first round. Oh. <laughs> so, it's just tough. <laughs> but, yeah, I got Gonzaga winning. I wanna, I'm want to. i going to ask you guys the matchup for and each of, of the Sweet brackets, 16 games. You got Gonzaga winning. All right, bro. Huh? So, one of your four brackets three, you got Gonzaga three, 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 three. Okay. I had to make two random ones. Crazy. But Gonzaga, Creighton, you guys got who? Gonzaga. I right, Gonzaga. USC, Oregon. Uh, I'll go USC. I go, I got Oregon in that. I don't know, bro. I, like, I really like both teams, and I like how – Oregon, you know, just destroyed Iowa. But USC, man, like Evan Mobley's different, and his brother's been hooping lately. And, you know, SoCal, got to go with USC, man. Got to go with USC. Michigan, Florida State. I'll go Michigan. I think Michigan will win. Yeah, I got Michigan as well. They're nice. I hope hope Livers comes back, bro. He might. I think if if they make, like, the Final Four, he might. I want to see him play. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to take Michigan over Florida State. They didn't look good last game. Yeah, I would agree. And I know they blew out Colorado, but Colorado was really bad, and I don't think they looked that good. Yeah. But UCLA, Alabama. Upset <laughs> alert. Really? I got UCLA in this one. I would love to see UCLA win. Pac-12. Pac-12 is tough this year. Yeah. Uh, I really like Alabama because Jelly fam. Yeah. You know? Javon Quirley. Um, but – I'm going to go with you guys, you know, SoCal, baby, UCLA, even though they didn't accept me into their school. You know, it's four years ago. No hate no more. They got Mel's brother. Or Alabama's got Mel's brother on their team. Yeah. Shackleford. Shackleford. <laughs> oh, my Jay God. Shackleford. Jay Shackleford. Syracuse, Houston, Shackleford. Houston, obviously. Come on now. Wait, Houston who? Syracuse. Syracuse. I got Syracuse. I think it's weird I how. Upset, another upset. I've been watching a lot of these college games, and I think it's weird how these guys are so scared of the zone. Like, any team that starts running zone, they've started, you know, extending their lead or they've come back. Yeah. Because Gonzaga ran it against Oklahoma when they were losing, and they came back and won by, like, 10, 15. Yeah. Syracuse always runs it, and, you know, they're run- they're walking through the tournament Yeah, yeah against everybody. Syracuse got shooters. Yeah. Shooters. It's we got some comments, though, from the peanut gallery. We got Noah said, Mobley brothers are different. Mm-hmm. That's facts. And Gil said Syracuse cruising past Houston. Oh, that's cap, Gil. I don't know, man. <laughs> Houston's got some dogs. You know, Quentin Grimes, bro, he's cold. They he's have a cold. solid team. He's I don't cold. know. Gil, you got me believing in Syracuse. They got shooters. Yeah. They all got straps. Um, this is probably the, you know, most, you know, I don't know, weirdest Sweet 16, a 12 versus an 8. Yeah. Loyola, yeah. Chicago, and Oregon State. I got Loyola. I, got, I want Loyola. I want Loyola. I'm going Pac-12, baby. All right, my all boy, right. my boy Ethan Thompson. He's a different breed right now. Oregon State look good, and they got that big seven foot silver fella. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, man, but 
Loyola Chicago, I feel like they're not really an eighth seed. Like they've been really good this year. Yeah. You know, they'll top they'll a top twenty five team. I feel like it should be at least a six. I think they should be higher as well. But, or better. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. So I'm not really surprised. I'm surprised they beat Illinois. But I'm not surprised that, you know, they're in the sweet sixteen. But maybe yeah. beating Illinois is like the surprise, but if they played a different team, I wouldn't be too surprised. Yeah. Uh Arkansas and Oral Roberts. <laughs> I got Arkansas, bro. I would absolutely love to see Oral Roberts win. Yeah. I think they've been they've been balling. So know? they've they've played but. earlier this year. Like they played in the beginning of the year and I think Oral Roberts lost by like twelve, thirteen. Okay. The way Oral Roberts has been playing, like they shoot as a team like eighty something percent. They're the second or first in the country from the free throw line. Yeah. And they have the country's leading scorer on Jeez. their team. They have a, he has like a weird last name, Max. Like it's like Obamas, but it's yeah. like called like Osmus or something. And he's a bucket, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's a bucket. And the dude Bohannon or something like that, O'Banner, O'Banner. He's called. Like yeah. a lot of these teams, they just have some random ass players that they play. They're good in the bright lights. Mm-hmm. So. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Oral Roberts, man. A little 15 what? seed. You would, the, I would love wow. to see that. I mean, yeah, I would love it. At this point, I just want chaos. I don't know, yeah. man. Arkansas. They, I don't think they've looked that good this tournament. Like Colgate, playing? you know, first half they looked really bad. I think Texas Tech should have beat them. Yeah. Because dude missed a wide open layup to tie the game at the end of the game, which was pretty embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna take Oral Roberts. I'm yeah, upset. They had alert. pretty close games. It's like I want Oral Roberts to win, and I think they're gonna win. I believe. Sure. I believe. Sure. Um, last game we got Baylor and Villanova. I have no idea how Villanova's made it this far, but I think no matter what, uh, Baylor's gonna win. Baylor. Yeah. Quinn. Um. I don't know how Villanova's made it that far. Yeah. Coaching. I yeah. Think. I, I, yeah. I want. I mean, yeah. Nova's Nova's looked great despite having Colin Gillespie out. And their other um, top player. They got two people. Yeah. On. Wait, who? Uh, it's their second best player. I don't know his name, but Villanova, uh, Samuels. I don't think they they both yeah, they both played. Someone's been out for them. Yeah. I don't know. Gillespie's been out, but those two guys have been playing. Oh. Um, but I mean they they've had kind of an easier path. They played Winthrop and then North Texas. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got I got Baylor's winning winning as well. Yeah, I got Baylor, but you know, shout out to Villanova because I don't think I I had them losing in the first round. But Same. I don't know. I think Jay Wright's coaching is just next level. But Baylor, bro, Baylor and Oregon, I feel like are really similar teams. They're both fast, athletic, def- defense, and they can shoot. Mm-hmm. Like I really like Baylor and Oregon, but I don't think they're gonna face each other. But yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Baylor on this one. That's good. I'm really excited for this weekend though. Yeah. Um, I don't know when the first game actually starts, but. I, I don't know. Saturday I can't wait. Sometime. Yeah, it'll be a good weekend. Hey, this week is about to be real good for yeah. a lot of reasons. You have fighting reasons. too. But, you know, some Ooh, we can't talk Ooh, Professor Struggles got Gonzaga winning. Gonzaga? I, like the, I, li- I like that thinking. I got Gonzaga winning as well, the whole tournament. See, the only reason I can't go with them, no team's gone undefeated, you know? Since, like, the 70s. Yeah. Indiana. I just I just can't can't put my money on them. But, know? like, who's beating them? Yeah. They I've seen really firsthand the damage that Jalen Suggs can do. Yeah. Jalen Suggs would get buckets on but me it's like and my more team than Jalen the Suggs, though. Their no, big white guy is nice. Like Timmy and Kispert, bro? He's nice. Even Ayayi. mustache. Yeah, they're tough. good. They have a good – they're a well-balanced team. Yeah. 
I just don't know who can match up with them because Suggs is different, dog. Houston's going to cook them in the final. If I look at Baylor against them, I don't think they have an answer for Timmy. Yeah. You know? I think it's like any three of those guys, Kispert, Timmy, and Suggs can go off whenever they want to. I think a USC-Gonzaga game could be close because Gonzaga, uh, USC has good bigs, and I think that could be a team that maybe could beat sure. Gonzaga. Yeah. I don't think Michigan can beat Gonzaga. Like I had Iowa could be a team that could beat Gonzaga. But because mm, they got a know. big and they got oh, shooters. Sure. Okay. But yeah, they look that. they didn't look good when they played. No. The only other team is maybe Alabama cuz they shoot the ball ridiculously. Yeah, they do. And, and Houston, they, can't forget yeah. about Houston. Just Gonzaga plays at such a fast pace. So whoever plays them needs well, to be Alabama, able to match that. Alabama is just Boom, boom, shot. <laughs> boom, boom, shot. Yeah, like, they yeah. play They play quick, too. That'd yeah. be a high-scoring game. Because Gonzaga averages, what, like 80 points a game at least? Something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, I think Oral Roberts could beat Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Imagine a, a 1 versus a 15 in the, the final in, in the, the tournament. Oh, that'd be crazy. You'd love to see it. Gil says that Michigan is arguably the best big in the country. I don't know. He's not He's not stopping Timmy, Gil's though, bro. Cap. Timmy's too nice on the block. He, he, he can't even what's what's his face? Crutwig, Crutwig for Loyola Loy- Loy- Chicago. Yeah, he said for I mean he's a freshman, but the freshman. Oh yeah, he, you know I don't know I don't know if he's better than Dawson Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have Dawson. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean I like I like Michigan, but I don't know, man. I don't think Michigan's got good defense too. I don't know, man. LSU was. Kinda, I think it'll depend if Cam. If, what's if his Lindbergh's name? Cam Thomas, back. I think. Cam Thomas was eating them up. And I think Jalen Suggs could do the same thing. Yeah. Michigan's got that one TikToker dude. <laughs> oh yeah, they do. No, that one light skin guy. He doesn't play. I know he doesn't at play. All. Hey, he can come he's on. Got a, he's got a girl on the yeah on the other team. team. Yeah, he can come out and bust some moves and distract some people. Yeah, you know maybe dance on the logo like some <laughs> right. Or, uh, Juju. Like Juju. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's enough of NCAA. I hope everybody's yeah. like as excited as we are for the tournament but you know uh nba free agency ended yesterday at 3 p.m eastern so 24 hours 25 hours ago Mm -hmm. from right now big moves and uh you know it was a lot of moves i was i think i was kind of underwhelmed it was pretty underwhelming free agency yeah because there's a lot of people that was thought to get traded that didn't get traded you know kyle lowry lonzo they didn't you know nothing happened to them and big players too huh those are big players yeah like, really going into that, everybody thought Kyle Lowry was gone. Everybody thought Lonzo was gone. But then we see people that were like, oh, you know, we saw a few all-stars move. Mm. But I don't know, Quinn, like, what, who do you think, you know, won free agency? Um, hmm. I would say the Denver Nuggets, personally, because they were able to keep their, like, for the most part, their, their core guys. Uh, and when you look at their lineup now, I mean – Small Murray, Jokic, those guys, those guys stayed. Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, they're gonna be big, and then they're gonna have to. I mean, they still have like Paul Millsap, Javale McGee, Javale McGee. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a they're a big team. Um, but I to me, I think they got some good pieces, especially I. I mean, I, they're experienced, they're well coached, and I don't know. I, I I like the moves that they made they made yesterday. I think Aaron Gordon. I think Aaron Gordon's a great player. Yeah, I think that he needs to be in a program that wins, and yeah, you know what we're talking about. It's, 
It's all day. I mean, Aaron Gordon, he's just he's a he's a great player. Um, and I, he just wasn't happy in in um, um, Orlando. So I know yeah, Orlando got rid of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think they I I think they won. What about you, Mike? Uh well, coming from a Lakers fan, I'm very happy that they didn't get rid of Trez or Schroeder, and I knew they were up to trade them. So I'm happy that they stayed. And same with uh, Horton Tucker. Um, I think the Bucks had a really good one with uh, getting P.J. Tucker. I think that was huge for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely needed another piece to add to th- add to them. Um, so I w- I'd probably say the Bucks. They needed another piece. So I think getting P.J. Tucker was huge for them. Yeah, a playoff veteran for sure. Yeah, Magic definitely lost. I don't know who. I well, just they got a bunch of draft. They got a bunch of picks. Yeah, so they just they just know. blew up their roster. Which yeah, I mean they got Isaac and Fultz coming back, who are like I guess they're premier players now. Yeah, they're I don't young. know about that. But I mean I I like Fultz. I haven't seen Isaac play in like two years though. Yeah, but. no, no, I I like them too. But um, I thought Vucevic was a really good player. Like he was a walking double double. Yeah, you know. Thanks. So I think to get rid of probably their best three players for and they're all pretty young. They're like relatively young. So. Yeah, I would have only been in the league like five, six years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to see them keep everybody and try to add to that. Because I think they were in eight the last playoffs. I don't know what they're doing this year, but. Um, mm, they're terrible. They had a good start to the season, but they're terrible right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wish I, I wish I added someone, but. For me, I got the heat. Yeah. You know, if you add a guy like That's Victor Oladipo, it's. Like, yeah, the Nuggets, obviously, you know, they got better. Yeah. But the Heat with Oladipo, Jimmy, there's some dogs That's over there. That's a nice there. team. Like, they just added another dog to their roster. Did you yeah. see Bam's block yesterday? Yeah, he just caught that. <laughs> and then also, like, oh apart gosh. from free agency, like, the buyout market's happening. And then the yeah. favorites to get LaMarcus Aldridge, who will just help a lot. He'll help anything. Like, LaMarcus Aldridge just can still get a bucket. You know, that little baseline fadeaway jumper that he has? Yeah. That's a bucket. Mm. And he's a good player. Like, yeah, he hasn't done much, you know, but he's a former all-star. Good experience. He's been a great player his whole career. Um, you know, he's one of the best Trailblazers, you know, players in Trailblazers history. And, yeah. I mean, if they get him, they definitely win, like, this time of, you know, the trade the trade deadline and everything. Yeah. Um, for the Clippers, the flippers, I think they're losers. The flippers, the flippers, I think they're the losers of the, of, the, of the trade deadline. The Clippers are? Like, I love Rondo. And I think he's gonna help them. Yeah. But to get rid of Lou Will, that was a and now I'm looking at their bench, and all they have on the bench is the Morris twin. Like Reggie Jackson hasn't done anything with the Clippers. Murder. You know he hasn't. <laughs> he just hasn't produced at all. Yeah. And you know you take yeah. your. I mean you lose Trez to your crosstown rivals. Yeah. Well, it's not really crosstown since they play in the same stadium, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then you lose Lou Will as well. They got to play off Rondo, though. They don't have anybody off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough for them. That's true. Um, to me, I think the losers, it has nothing to do. This team didn't make any moves. But the West got better yesterday. Oh, yeah. And um, to if I was the Lakers, if I was part of the Lakers franchise right now, I'd be real concerned with the Nuggets. Not, the like, Nuggets? really concerned. We're about to get Andre Drummond. Yeah. Lakers are going to get Drummond. I thought, the, I thought the deadline passed. Buyout, Buyout market. market. 
yeah. They bought him out yesterday. Um, but when I look at like the, to me, oh, well, I said the Denver Nuggets are my winner of the of the free agency. You look, you get a guy like Aaron Gordon who can, you know, match up against AD or LeBron on the wing. Who's, I mean, what do you mean okay. by matchup? They're not going to like stop him by any <laughs> means. But Aaron Gordon's a good Just player. A big, he's a good know. defender. Yeah, he's, I, he's, I, he's I, athletic. Yeah, he can player. move. He's big body. He's strong. They didn't really have anyone before that either. Yeah, I, the yeah. Nuggets got a lot better yesterday. And if I was a Lakers fan, I'd, I I think they're I think they're the second best team in the West now, behind. You think um, they're better than the Clippers? Yeah, I think they're better than the Clippers. I don't know, bro. Wait, who do you, who's the top three in the West right now? Yeah, like, uh, like the Jazz, Suns, and Clippers. Records wise, yeah, Lakers are four. I think Portland. Come playoff or time, Nuggets are five and six. Come playoff time, and the, I think the Nuggets are going to be. You think they're, so? They're going to be tough. Aaron yeah. Gordon in the playoffs though. Not much experience there. Uh-huh. But I mean, I, mean you know. I, I have a lot of faith in Aaron Gordon. Yeah, Marcus Howard is probably going to drop thirty on the Lakers. <laughs> Put the team <laughs> on his back, though. <laughs> Honestly, just take tip your cap if that happens. Yeah. Who do you think's final matchup right now? Or assuming Lakers get Drummond and assuming everyone's healthy, who do you think goes to the finals? I don't see how it can't be Lakers Nets. I think that's what it'll be. What about you guys? Hmm. The Lake Show, obviously. Yeah. No bias. Uh huh. I don't know, man. Unless the Wolves run 40 games in a row. If everybody's, <laughs> if everybody's healthy, yeah, it has to be the Nets. I mean, like, the Nets are good without with only two of them playing. Yeah. And just with three of them playing. Like, I've said this before, you have arguably the three best scorers ever at their position on the same team right now. Plus, you add Blake Griffin, who's, you know, he's not going to be a huge impact, but he's still a good player, yeah. you know. And, I mean, I mean, knowing the, knowing the way the NBA is today, they could mess around and get Drummond or Aldridge somehow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They, if they get one of them, uh, oh I'm kind of scared as a Lakers fan. But We'll still win in, what, six, five? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of <laughs> mad with the Nets because, you know, going into the 2019-2020 season, everything was so spread out. You know, we had Kyrie and KD in Brooklyn. We had Russ and Harden in Houston. You know, you got – Clay and Steph, LeBron, AD. Um, you had a lot of dynamic. Clay and I mean not Clay, Kawhi and PG, and then I guess like you know Middleton, um, Chris, even Bam and Jimmy. You got these dynamic duos, you know, just running, just running the league. Like I mean, I was really happy at that time that that's what the league yeah. looked like. Yeah. And then James Harden wants to have a little tantrum, and you know, I love James Harden, but. Yeah, he went to the Nets, bro. I think that's soft of him. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> like, bro, he went to the – he just added to that star power they already had. Like, they were already, you know, dropping 30-point games, KD and Kyrie together, and then they just added James Harden. And, like, James Harden's arguably the MVP this year since LeBron He's and Bede's yeah. out. Because, you know, it's probably like Dame, James, and Jokic and Giannis, probably the top four. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just crazy. I just wish it was the little dynamic duos thing. Like, for me, I, before Harden went to the Nets, I didn't even want Drummond. No, but now yeah. it's like we kind of need him. Yeah. And yeah. it's like I He's don't want LeBron to have, you know, a super stacked team because, you know, sometimes I begin mad when people keep saying LeBron's always stacked, blah, 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 blah. It's like I just want him to win with what we have. But I don't know. I just wish it was, you know, a little dynamic duo and the little role players. 
but you know, maybe that should be one of my wishes to have the e- <laughs> an equal NBA. Yeah. Everybody has two superstars on their team. Mikey, what are your thoughts? I think Lakers will go from the West, especially if they get Drummond. Um, from the East, I would really like to see the Bucks go. Just like for this area alone, I think Just that'd so be really exciting. <laughs> well, I mean, like it'd be fun to see the Mecca area, you know? Oh, like sure. it would be so much that'd fun this summer. That'd be crazy. Um, but did the Celtics get anyone? Uh, they no, gave they got rid of Tice. Tice. No, they got um. No, that was George Chocha with the Yeah, Sixers. Evan Fournier. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, but the Celtics have been terrible this year. Yeah. Um, maybe the Sixers. Yeah. I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for the Nets me. to guard Embiid. Yeah, I would agree. There's nobody in the league that can touch Embiid, especially the way he's been playing this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they stay healthy, Lakers, Sixers. Okay. But you never know with Embiid getting hurt because he's like, kind of injury prone. And, and Ben Simmons has been on some BS lately. He has not been able to score the basketball. Yeah. I mean, he's defensive player of the year, though. Yeah, but he can't score. I mean, I think I don't to beat know. Brooklyn, you have to be a, a good defensive team. You also need to put up points, though, because you know Brooklyn's going to put up points. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you're a good defensive team, you're going to shut, you're going to not shut them down, but like limit their 140 points a game. Oh, sure. And they can't play any defense to save their life. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I hope it's Lakers, e- Lakers, either Bucks or Sixers. Mm hmm. That's fair. I don't think the Heat have have it in them again. Even we'll with see. adding yeah, old depends on it depends on what kind of run they want to make. Yeah. But we'll see how that shapes out. But uh you guys are the well, Jay, really you. You're the the UFC, the UFC man. You wanna tell us a little bit about what we got going on there? With UFC? Mm-hmm. We got Sugar Shane, little Sean O'Malley, baby. Oh yeah. A little demon. Um, a part of the uh, you know, main card. I think he's the third fight before uh the main event. And you got Tyron Woodley, who's a you know, pretty well known name. And then with our main event we got the heavyweight uh belt on the line with Stipe Miocic. He's the dude that beat Daniel Cormier most recently. Yeah. Uh him and D C fought three times and Stipe beat him twice. Uh but he's fighting a demon. Long yeah. story short. Um oh, these two Christ have fought before. Have in 2018 and Stipe won uh but Francis Ngannou his last four fights he's knocked out uh all four people in under 71 seconds jeez so i mean if he hits you know Stipe or the good one he could go out yeah but Stipe is definitely the better wrestler he's you know probably better tactical and his technician and technique and all that type of stuff but I don't know, man. I'm kind of. I'm pretty excited for this one. Hopefully, I have a chance to watch it tomorrow night. Yeah. Depends what uh, type of vibe it is tomorrow. But yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty exciting thing right now. I'd like to see the return of Sean O'Malley. Injury definitely uh, hurt him a lot. But uh, I hope he comes back and wins this one. That'd be huge for him. Yeah. And I like Miocic a lot too. Um, I think it's pretty cool that he's a fireman. You know, oh yeah, uh, I think that's pretty cool that he does that and still is able to be at the top of the UFC game in a pretty competitive division, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this weekend as well. This Saturday, good. Be good. For I got I got a little breaking news: Kobe McEwen has ent- entered the transfer portal. Jeez, a little Marquette news. That's but, yeah. unfortunate. Jeez, uh, I thought he was staying. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess not. Jeez. I mean, I, I guess just because he enters the transfer portal, that, that doesn't mean he's transferring, does it? I mean, I think I think he's the option sure it, too. I'm pretty sure it does. I feel like no, I don't know why you enter the transfer portal if you don't want to. I mean, if you want to st- even think about staying, I don't think you enter the transfer portal. Yeah, I guess. I wonder where he'd go. It'd be his third school in like four years or something. Three years. Jeez, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. This yeah, COVID thing has people staying like there's probably like their sixth year. Yeah. We got Louis V coming back to Marquette. <laughs> <laughs> love yes, it. Sir. Absolutely love it. It's crazy. Big time. Big time. But yeah, uh, you know. To end the show, you know, baseball season starts next week. I mean, you know, I'm a pretty big baseball fan, but if the Yankees don't win, I'm done with baseball, to be honest, because we're, we're always loaded. stacked. And, I don't know, in the playoffs we choke because the oldest Chapman is our closer. Yeah, he's terrible. But we'll fix that one day. But, Quinn, you think your twins are going to make any make any uh, moves this year or no? Nah? No shot. No we shot. pretty garbage right now. <laughs> Just make the wild card probably loose. Yeah, that's probably what we'll do. We look really, really bad in – Spring, uh, training. spring training right now. Our defense is good, but we have not been able to score runs at Dang, all. You guys normally put tough. up a run. You're like the home run team. I know. Bomba squad over here. But uh, I'm hopeful. Hopefully, I, I mean, I want to go to one of the one of the games for the Brewers in their opening series. Um, I mean, you know, I'm working, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think the podcast knows, but I am joined today <laughs> by two of the racing sausages for the Brewers. Yes, sir. Both of them are. Yeah. Some, of, some of the best. Oh, the best, too. The best, too, without a doubt. I think the Brewers made two great moves. Like uh, Jackie season? Bradley Jr. and then uh, Colton Wong. I think yeah. those were huge. And they're yeah, balling in the league right now, spring league. Yeah, the Brewers have one of the best outfields in the league. Yeah. yeah. Surprising to say, but, yeah, you love to see it. Yeah. I wish I could be on the field to throw with Jackie. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> a little World Series champ. Yeah. I'm excited for baseball, bro. Like, yeah, I always get into it right at the beginning of the season and then I kind of, you know, tailor off and I don't really pay attention. And then when playoffs come around, I'm back into it. But yeah, playoff baseball is exciting. Even just because it's outside. Yeah. COVID safe. Tickets are available. It'll be fun to go see. I hope the Brewers make it far. Yeah, I hope they have a good season. I think Uh, they have a good chance at winning their division this year. They upgraded two positions. Yeah, I mean, Cubs got people with like 20 pounds of meth in their locker rooms or whatever. Gosh, that was crazy. I saw that. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Oh my goodness! Bro. Yeah. That was so much. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but crazy. But Baseball season should be good. Um, we'll see who wins. There's gonna be fans too, so that's kind of cool to see. Yeah. You think there'll be fans at the Final Four? Yeah. Yeah, there will be. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if like people can go to the Sweet Sixteen, yeah, there'll definitely yeah. be fans. I'd probably say like thirty-five or fifty percent capacity though. Dang. Which is kind of a lot, you know. We'd love to see it, boys. I just hope we have a graduation. Honestly, love to see it. I hope so for your guys' sake. Yeah, you know, we had a good episode today. Um, Thankful for my boy Mikey G. Yeah, thanks for letting me join the show today. Oh, of course, of course. Quinn, as always, my fellow host. We vibing. But yeah, you know, have a great weekend, everybody. Stay blessed. That's facts. That's facts. Bye.